So live your life. Hey, go steady chasing the paper, the stop it. Hey, cause he's a paper chaser, just living. Remember what the haters say, ignore them till they fade away. Amazing, they ungrateful after all the game I gave away. Woo! Vest up in class. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Heavens and Streets, or which is Formula part of Verstappen. Yes, we are the Formula Verstappen podcast from now onwards. Yes, because until all something have, happens, like all we have to talk about is Verstappen. Yes, P nine straight to the top. Yeah, Max Emilian Verstappen, because he's on top of the world. Eh, he's on top of the world. Eh. <laughs> Ain't no stopping him. No, no. I'm sorry I can't control her today because Tell we Mom, are exhausted. So tired. So tired. I know I don't sound like you, but I just had to take some Coke, Coca-Cola, <laughs> <laughs> just to get some sugar in the system to revive mm. me because that race was B-O-R-I-N-G. Boring. And to think for We had so much hope yesterday like it i was mean like, we said last week that we didn't have much hope yes but then a lot of things that we're about to get into happened Is there hope and then we kills? got into the race My like God. we got into the mood we had so much hope we thought this grid had potential this lineup had potential the lineup was a setup for success there it was snowy with a chance of meatballs <laughs> aka rainfall but no no, there was not a single drop of rain. It was so gusty. There was no rain. But no rain. There was no yellow flag. No red flag. No red flag. No safety car. No crash. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing. Nothing to write home about. Like, plain. They told us that if you get off the racing line, one pair. You are out. You are out. But here, yeah, three cars <laughs> no. at once. Um, Verstappen did like a double, double overtake. overtake. Oh, Charlie, hmm, Queen. Miami, you did not deliver for me. Oh, Queen, let's just start. Let's from... start. Let's roll it back. In, <laughs> In them binging, what happened during free practice? Free practice. I mean, the main takeaway from both the free practice and the quali was Charlie Crashpin. <laughs> which is an amalgamation of Shao and his number one fan Verstappen. His defense team. <laughs> his defense team. Shao, we all know we are number one fans of Shao, but this weekend it's been very, very difficult to defend him because he made the same mistake twice in the same corner. And as usual, the reason why we love and respect him is the fact that he always takes responsibility when he messes up so as we know the ferrari is not there yet so he's literally trying to carry the car beyond its capability in order to get a better start in the actual race because we also know that in the actual race their race pace is not there so it's like they were trying to maximize that pace over one lap to put them in a favorable position to capitalize but what mm. did shao do shao got antsy like Carlos was doing so well this weekend. He was on it compared to Baku. Baku was horrible for, for um, Carlos. And this time, it was like, okay, 
he's on it. Like, he was putting in really fast times. He was chasing Verstappen from time to time. And I felt, I just felt that Shao got a bit, I don't know, like, he needed to prove himself. He set such a high target for himself as per usual. It's like, I need to put this car on pole, whether the car is there or not. They put in a risky car setup, and he's like, okay, they knew they were taking a risk, but it was a risk they had to take to get the car somewhere, right? And yeah, essentially 10-7 was his enemy or maybe his friend, whatever the relationship between Charles and that particular wall mm. is. We don't know. But what he did during free practice two, he crashed it. Well, was it free practice three? One of the practices. Mm, he crashed it. it. Three. He crashed it, and I think he purposefully like tried to go straight into the barrier so that it was just the cone that was affected. When during Koli, I mean we'll go through it, but during Koli he crashed again and he went with his gearbox that he had just changed this weekend. So guess what? Out of four gearboxes, he has already used three in five races. Shao, we love you, but can you go to church because? At this rate, the, whether it's bad luck or a curse, like, it's just too much. And it's, it's tiring defending you. People don't, don't get it. They don't understand how talented you are. Because those who watch passively, they just think that, oh, when we come in once or twice, every time we come in, Shao has crashed, Shao has done this. There's always a story. But we know the full story, Shao. We believe in you. So it's time for us to make a change. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, Baba, just on that, I have a question that, we've gone like back and forth with lots of people about you know whether Charles Leclerc is a championship winning driver whether he is championship material so I just think we should touch on it please when it comes to material I don't know what people are expecting material there everybody there's one yard two yard three yard four yard material is material so for you to Go to the extent of saying Shao is not a championship winning yeah. material. It's a, it's, it's a lot. Like, how did you get there? Shao is so talented and hardworking. Everyone knows. The issue with Shao is someone, I forgot who put it this way, but the person put it very well. His driving style is both his greatest blessing and his greatest case he, because he's always on the limits. Like, he's literally always on the limits. When you get Shao to be on the right side of that limit, you get brilliance, like in Baku. Everyone knew that Ferrari shouldn't have been on pole, but he put it on pole because that's Shao. And then when you get the other side of it, we just get crashes. So what, what you get is what you get. You just have to sort of accept that with that brilliance also comes you know, the occasional crash here and there, except this season, there has been a lot of crashes. But I don't understand social media F1 fans. It's like, you guys are, you forget. You forget so easily. You, the same people who were praising him last race weekend, like, oh, brilliant, blah, blah, blah. This, this 
like i was so shocked i was on social media and i just wanted to scream because i'm like you guys are so unkind and so forgetful because you're like not only are they saying he's not championship winning material they're like he doesn't even deserve to be in f1 I'm, how did we get here how did we get here let's extend grace to this guy he has a lot going on like he's been dealing with ferrari pressure we all know ferrari pressure has broken the best of drivers like how many world championship guys with world championships have come to ferrari and couldn't win anything look at what they did to vettel we see the same thing here they I, I don't want to say they broke Vettel, but they made it seem like Vettel was the problem. Because it's like Vettel was crashing, crashing, crashing. But was it really Vettel? We keep seeing the same thing. The pressure is too much. Setups, mistakes. It's like you, you can't even trust the team to carry you. So you go the extra mile. You get into your own head. You just feel like you have to do more than you are supposed to because you just don't even trust the team to carry you where they need to carry you to. You have engineers that ask silly questions. Or don't even know what they are about. Javi, 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 Javi. Remind you to do Javi. your job. Like, I mean, it's a lot. And me, I think he's he's done so well. And for those of you sitting at home who think you can drive, so yeah, he's not championship winning material. Or what's the other one, Kara? They just say a lot of stuff. Eh? He can't handle pressure. Do you know half of what he's going through? I don't know how he does it because he will crash and crash and crash, but still come and try and keep a cool head to finish a race. It is not easy. Do you people understand high-pressured work environments? And I just even want to touch on something that you said about, you know, the fact that he drives on the limit. If there's one thing that we know at the moment is that Ferrari does not have a car that allows you to consistently drive on the limits because you think that you know the limits that you are supposed to be at, but you don't have that reliability with the car. So yes. in the end, you don't have that comfort blanket even for that yes. because you don't have that reliability. So the car was great or it, was, it wasn't great in Baku, but it was a specified limit that we could point to and we I think Shao knew the window he was working with. Mm. On Miami, horrible. That's, that that's track, such an excellent yeah, point. Because like, it was so off that he is trying because he's trying to get the best out of the car, but then the car is failing him. Yeah, so, so he made a point that made so much sense now as to why he kept crashing right he kept saying that the car was very inconsistent especially during the race like one corner it's um what's the word i've forgotten the word what was the word that he used? I don't remember what word he used. One corner is under stairs, another oh, corner over is stairs over stairs. And under stairs. Exactly. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. So if the same car in one corner does opposite to what it did in the lab before, how are you even supposed to trust what the car is going to do next? Yeah. How do you have confidence in the car? How are you able to go on your fastest lap when you really don't know how the car is going to react in the next corner? Obviously, you are going to crash because you are literally on the limits and the car is doing opposite to what you are thinking it should do because it did the lap before, right? So 
please let's calm let's be calming down let's be calming down. like i'm so passionate about this because i fought with at least three or four Honestly, people this, this weekend this week, over this whole child my listeners you've put us through it you've really put us through it because one minute bia every one minute someone is trying to get us to Just talk about charlie claire and the fact that he's not championship material and what's your boy doing and respectfully we are not sitting in the car with him (laughs) (laughs) what's your boy doing what's your boy doing he's driving the car he's doing the best he can and maybe that's the problem like he tries to do too hard yeah than the car is capable of and so to all you people saying that he needs to know the limits of the car it's not that he doesn't know the limits of the car if the car responds haphazardly and does not have a pattern you cannot peg a limit to an unpredictable car. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> so let's talk more about others in, in qualifying. I'm just going to run us through the the starting grid um, that we had, and yeah. then we will talk about like some of Or well, maybe them. let's go through the, the quali from Q1. The surprises in Q1... Stroll ended up, I think, P18, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, the two McLarens were out in Q1. Chunoda was yes. out qualified for the first time this season, I think. Yeah, by De Vries, who started yep. P15. P15. Like, he made it into Q2. The surprise kickout of Q2 was Lewis Hamilton. Like, Lewis did not make it into Q1. For the first time since he started racing in the US, there's, there's like this crazy statistic yes. like that. Yes. First so, time he's not starting in the, the top six. six. Yes. In the US. In the US. So, yeah, that was the shocker. No, that's not how they said it. Worst, worst qualifying in the US. Yeah. So, Russell worst. managed to slip it through. And then, um, Verstappen made a mistake. In Q3. In yeah. Q3. So, he didn't get, like, a proper um, buffer lap in. Checo got his lap in right and then, on time. And then... Baby boy, Shao. Shao crashed. And... Everything had to stay the same way it was red at that point. It. So it was red flagged, and we had top three being Checo, Alonso, Sainz, and then P4 came out, which was very good for the Haas garage, like they were celebrating it. Who was in P5? Gasly. Oh, yes, Gasly also qualified quite high. And then P6 was who? Russell, then, then Leclerc Charles himself, then, then Ocon, Ocon, and then Bottas, Verstappen, then Bottas. Yeah, Verstappen was ninth, and then Bottas qualified P10. So the only, I mean, look at this top 10, right? Verstappen is P9. And it's like, oh, given what Checo did last week in Baku, maybe, just maybe. Verstappen is going to like be P2. And just bear in mind that going into this race, Verstappen was ahead of Checo by just six points. If Checo won this race, they would have been at par. And if he made sure he got the fastest lap, he would have been one point ahead of Verstappen. Right? What happened? So before we even go into that, um, on the top 10, there was also the fact that that was the first time Bottas was making it into Q3. Um, he was starting top 10. Um, it was just a lot of hope. Gasly, K-Mag, like... Yeah, they promised us rain. 
not even a drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we had hopes. And the hoops just went to gravel. It's really the hope that kills. Like, I mean, me personally, I didn't want, I didn't want to wish a crash on anyone because knowing Charles's luck, if we wanted a crash, it might have ended up either affecting him or he would have been the one in the crash. So it was just like, okay, cool. We don't get any safety car. We don't get any crash. For and mind you, it, there was a storm overnight in Miami, so the track had rubbed in from all the usage on Saturday during qualifying and even during um, practice. And then it was all washed away, so it was like, okay, we are starting from scratch. If you go up the racing line even a little bit, the car is going to go off. But no, it, it was like a playing ground. I, I sh- uh, yeah, we really built sandcastles <laughs> that yeah. washed away. Even ten one, I was so scared. I was like, I just hope that Shao doesn't get too ambitious just because he really wants to make it through the field. Shao yeah. ambassador in this. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there is just it started and it's it it's ended. ended. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even say there was a middle. It started and ended. You so know. by. Lab 15. 14. Just, 14. But was 14, already, he was he, P3. 15, he was P2. He passed Alonso P14 out of 57 laps. <laughs> I looked at it. I was like, oh, 14 laps and this has happened already. Mind you, um, Alonso said when he was interviewed that he's expecting to get caught by Verstappen lap 25. <sighs> He he just Verstappen said, out. "Ah, now nah, I can do better. Definitely, I can do, do better. I, I can do you ten less, easy. So yeah, he just people didn't even put up the fights. I mean, it double was just overtakes. Double there was overtakes. just like, just but to be fair, there were a number of overtakes. I feel like yeah. the field kept like going up and down. Yeah. It was just not exciting it was just missing shaw was stuck something. behind the house for ages and there was that drs train like there were so many drs trains is f1 going to do anything about resolving drs trains well that's why they tried to shorten the drs zones but they didn't I mean, work yeah obviously it didn't work so it's like you're leaving one drs train and pitting and joining another drs train over and over and over again. Uh. And I guess people were on different strategies, right? But at the end of the day, there wasn't much change. It's mm-hmm. like everybody pitted. And those who pitted were, let's say, around 12, 13, 14. But then when you looked at the people who hadn't pitted who were ahead, you could just see that it was just going to move up in the end. So Ferrari was expecting Leclerc to go to the field. It didn't happen it, it all had to do with the hard tires. Like, Ferrari has had a problem with hard tires yeah. since last season. Every time they put on the hard tires, it's just dead. Like, they, they lose so much speed. So they were doing quite well on the mediums. And then by the time they switched to hard tires, at a point, we thought, okay, maybe they are just managing the tires. But they had to overly manage the tires. They mm-hmm. lost pace against everyone. It was just, yeah. Sainz also got a five-second time penalty for speeding in the pits lane. But Ocon, um, no, it wasn't Ocon. It was Gasly, who, for some reason, I think the Alpine was not that fast either. 
but he just got gabbed like for I don't know out of nowhere. All of a sudden, he was like 14 seconds behind. Yeah. So the five second time penalty was there was no points. Um, if Shaw had been able to clear Gasly earlier, he might have been able to close the gap and might have been ahead of science. But that didn't happen. And instead of, you know, I, I don't know, everyone was thinking probably of what was ahead and forgot that Mercedes was actually quite good with race pace and he was on fresher medium tires. So, yeah, he cleared him as well. Um, so Leclerc started seventh and finished seventh. So yeah, and there's see. also the the fact that he was stuck behind K Mark. There was a lot of um, back and forth between K Mark and yes. Leclerc. You see, that was he the struggled issue. with yeah, the Haas. Ferrari was really they found it really difficult overtaking and making a stick. stick. It was mm. really interesting to see. And at a point, Hülkenberg had the fastest lap. So it's either the Haas had a huge step forward, Miami is their track, and they were extremely competitive, or Ferrari was just not there, or both. A little bit of both. Probably, yeah, I think it's probably both. So that was, you know, what happened... Uh, what else? Alonso was so bored, yeah. running in third place. He had like a twenty-second gap between himself and Checo, and then the there was also a gap between himself and who was behind him at this point, Russell. So there was mm-hmm. enough for I think about a three or four-second gap, if I remember correctly. And he was just you know chilling because he knew he wasn't about to get caught, and he was so chilled out that he was watching the race unfolding. And managed to go on the team radio to ask about Stro and tell Stro that his overtaking to ten one was ni- nice, was say lovely. And I'm like, wow, he wasn't yeah, happy he, about him. He has become a, a very interesting teammate. Oh yeah, happy man, happy yeah. wife, happy life. <laughs> very simple. Happiness must really. Yeah, he's just happy. So yeah, because all he wants is to win. So if he's, if he's on podiums, winning, he's and now fine. he's even tired of the podiums, he's yeah. just like four, four podiums, podiums in five races. He wants more. He wants more. He's thirsty for blood. He wants that that 33rd win. So we'll see how it goes. We wanted Checo to keep Verstappen Abbey. That didn't happen either. I don't know if I'll say it's Checo's fault. People are saying he was sabotaged. I don't really think so. According to most of the teams, it was the best strategy to start on mediums. And either that wasn't the case or Verstappen was just very good with the hearts. He managed to extend the stint and keep the pace. Like, that's what's that's so important. Let's just say Verstappen was very good on yeah. the hearts. <laughs> the guy is just... He's he's in a class of his own at this point. Honestly. Like, and he was so patient as well. Max of old would have been so hungry and in a hurry to overtake. But it's like the confidence in the car that he has, he just it's, buys it's, his it's time. It's such a That's thing, right? Moves such just, a thing. Having yeah. the right car under you, like you just have that thing to go on. And confidence is key. Yeah. Queen. Confidence is always key. Ferrari is literally the opposite of Red Bull when it comes to that. Uh, let's talk a bit about De Vries, um, Piastri, and Sargent. We really thought... The rookies. The rookies um, were just languishing at the bottom, first of all. And what... De Vries, I just thought maybe he was turning it around for himself. 
right? Because to know that had a bad quality. After everybody lauded him and they were like, oh, he just put the car into Q3. We are not expecting Alpha Tari to be anywhere near there. And this was Baku. Now, this race, he, I don't know. First of all, he was angry, insulting other people. He for got so frustrated. Yes, I like think it got to it him. It got to him. It got into the whole quality. Don't drive boo. angry, boo. Yes. Um, road rage is a thing. <laughs> so, he just, he was out qualified hands down by DeVries. So, I'm like, okay, DeVries is turning this thing around. I do not know what happened. And then DeVries dropped like a rock while Chunoda finished P11. He has been very consistent in P11. With his P11. Um, the past few races, he's finished P11 and then P10 twice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the two points that Alpha Tari has literally Chunoda um, who got it. And it's not like the car is supposed to be getting these points. So... Because when you think about it, the Williams is kind of faster. It's just yeah. like been in a messy. I don't know. They've just not been Albon's very lucky. Williams is faster. No, Albon's but Sargent has also been quite good in the in quality sometimes. Like you see him P fifteen. He's made it into sometimes, Q two. So yeah. the car is not that bad. They've just not been able to maximize the points. It's like. Either they haven't been lucky or Chunoda has just somehow made it into the points. Because honestly, when I compare the Alpha Tari to the Williams, I think the Williams, the Williams is a much is better car. Like even on the streets, yeah. they just haven't been able to maximize points, sadly. Whereas Chunoda has just been at the right place at the right time in two consecutive races, just at the edge of the points and has made it in. So, yeah. The Vries just didn't have another good weekend. Sergeant, I'm not sure what's happening. He yeah. made it up a bit and then no, dropped think, back down to P20. I think both Sergeant and the Vries, there was some sort of altercation somewhere because Sergeant came in to change his front wing and his race was just ruined after that. And I think the Vries also came was into Norris the and someone. Is it the Vries and Norris yes, or something? So, yeah. so I was so, like, what happened? Something else happened as well. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So Norris Piastri, Piastri also Piastri. made it. He was somewhere P14 or so. And then he also went into the pits. What was the, the hard ties. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the hard ties. Yeah. McLaren on the hard ties Probably. in Miami, just terrible. Just just terrible. And it's, it was so sad to see Lando languishing P16 with the rookies. Oh, oh. Or maybe Daniel Ricardo oh, really hasn't forgiven them yet. We've all not forgiven them. Yeah, but he was P17. Wow. Charlie. He's in my fantasy team. Oh. As soon as I changed it. Yeah, we we'll be checking on that later back. in the episode. <laughs> Very frustrating. And um, who else is worth a mention? Russell had a good race. He he had quite a number of overtakes. Um, he still ended up just two spots ahead of where he qualified, which was P6. So he ended up P4. Um, Hamilton, very special mention. I think it went under the radar, but he started P13 and yep. finished P6. Like, he ended up passing Leclerc because, yeah, it is what it is. Um, who else? Gasly Ocon managed to hold 
up their end of the bargain in the top 10. Joga knew. I don't know what happened. He also dropped like a rock. Bottas wasn't able to keep his position. He yeah. ended up, I think, P12. P13. P13. Okay, that was yeah. close enough. I think and Lance passed him yes, last minute. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Lance passed him. And Lance also had quite a good race considering he qualified P18 ending up P12. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If, if he had had a few more laps, he might have gotten Shunoda and then maybe... Hmm, Peter might have been a stretch, but it would maybe, have been possible. Maybe. Would have been possible. So, yeah. Do you Very, want to run us through the current driver standings? And I think I have just the top 10 at this point when I last checked. But let's run through that first off. Maybe even the top top seven because today the Sky Sports was fighting with us, so they didn't want to give us the full standing. <laughs> and we have Max Verstappen, 119 points. He has now extended the lead to Checo by 14 points. Um, yeah. Fernando Alonso is third um, with 75 points. Interesting. Lewis Hamilton is... Why is this interesting? You already had a podium. Okay, but I don't know. I'm still surprised to see him um, P4. He's P4 in the driver's standings with 56 points. Then we have Carlos Sainz at 44. Going into this race, Carlos and Shao were together P5 and P6 with a four-point, no, I think it was a six-point deficit. He has now extended this lead by 10 points, and George Russell has slipped between them at P6 with 40 points. So he is now ahead of Shao by six points. Hmm. Yeah, top seven for you guys. That's um sad. Yeah. So the for the drivers, um the constructors, we have Red Bull with 224 points, Aston Martin with 102. Look at that gap already. Mercedes with 96, Ferrari with 78, McLaren with 14. McLaren had such a stinker today and still managed to be P5 and at par with Alpine because Alpine crashed, was it Australia? Alpine should have been way higher by now, but they've also had bad luck. They've had like very good races and just seem to have dropped off. So fortunately for them, they had a sweep of about 10 points because I remember the last standings, they they only had four points. Or was it the drivers that had four points? But yeah. Um, Haas is doing not too badly. They are seventh. Alfa Romeo is... Eighth with six points. Alpha Tari, two points, all by Chinoda and Williams have one point, obviously, from Albon. So, this is the constructors for now. We are five races in. Um, we have a one-week break, and then we'll have a triple header going into Imola, I think Monaco, and then the Spanish Grand Prix. So, uh, I want to say exciting times, but I really don't know. <laughs> Okay, so running through the race, favorite moment of the race will probably be something that has nothing to do with the race. Miami, why did you introduce the drivers like that? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. This is not wrestling. It's I not like, WrestleMania. No, this I stand by Miami. <laughs> I stand for them. I stand with them. They are doing things style. A la with Miami. The good girls and the pom poms, the cheerleaders, hey. and then mm. some. See, do you, do you know what got me when they were singing the national anthem? 
the pom pom girls just open their legs like this. Sanatis, <laughs> and then they put their hand on their chest, feeling patriotic. I said, "Wow, what a display!" And the best part was when I saw William with his big shoes, just stood on there with his conducting with his stick. I said, "Wow, what was going on here?" It was. Uh, <laughs> if this was not having it, they mentioned his name now. Quick, quick walk. Like, don't so bother annoyed. me. Hey, and then there was the Lando. Lando creep walk. He, ah, he walk. <laughs> I said, ah, Lando, is it a mistake? Where you falling down? Because, hey, he came now. You the feel walk. the vibe. I feel, feel the vibe. Energy. Hey, energy. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was very interesting. At least you people didn't give them helmets this time instead of cap. So, you know, and there was a, a, a sort of vehicular contraption to take marks from the race to the podium. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, oh, Martin Brando. And yes, Martin Brando and said Jackie Stewart. It was really nice because he he literally walked up to Jackie Stewart and was talking to him and he was like, Oh my goodness, that's Roger Federer. And then they they were literally behind ropes <laughs> and they were not allowed to get to Roger. They're great. They're working the grid. Like the grid had a grid. Like <laughs> a special grid in the grid. Exactly. Oh Miami. So um said Jackie actually went through the the rope or whatever the security they kept trying to stop him he was just so stubborn and then you could hear Matsu saying oh Sejaki no don't, don't get into trouble. trouble it's fine you come get back. into it's trouble right. come back <laughs> but he said no he will not listen and he he went through and went to talk to Roger Federer and Roger is like he's always just been such a gentleman and a fine human being and I think the other people were still distracting him Queen, don't look at me like that. He's a fine human being. Not fine like handsome, but quality of humanness. He's quality he's a quality human. <laughs> and he he got Roger to come over and talk to Martin Brando and it was really sweet. He's lucky it's just because he's an old man. So disrespectful of them to even treat him like that because he's because he's very important. He's is it two or three time world champion? Yeah, himself? but the security guard doesn't know that. He should know. He should know his people. <laughs> he should he know. just saw an old man. That's why he was being respectful and didn't carry him away. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't being respectful. He put his hand on his chest. How that's the respect to if you if you were a young person. <laughs> so no, yeah, so but yeah, that, that was, was really nice too. It was it was gallant. Gallant very gallantry mood um yeah so that was the great work it wasn't as bad because martin said he learned his lesson he saw the Aww. the williams sisters serena and venus and he was like oh i tried last year because i didn't know but they've already said no so he passed <laughs> he said i've learned my lesson yeah and this time he knew people's names like okay me i don't want to try and mention their names but there were some people or maybe football <laughs> stars that he finally remembered their names like he did his research so that was nice um so on to news i think the one we wanted to talk about was the 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 movie what is it called again is it apex ah yes so there's apex apex is 
That's the Lewis the Hamilton one. Lewis Hamilton and Brad Pitt one. Mm. Going into their race weekend, they're like, Brad Pitt is going to be racing with them. And there was even a tweet In from Colton. Colton Herta saying that, wow, <laughs> Brad Pitt got his super license before. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that wasn't the case, but he, um, Brad Pitt apparently has been racing around. Is it Paul Ricard or... I forgot so one of these tracks consistently with F2 doing a lot of filming. So they were trying to use the Miami crowd and the F1, the beginning of the F1 race. Uh, so I remember it was just reported that he would be the 11th team. So the car from the 11th team on the grid. I thought it was supposed like, to be in Silverstone. No, no, they meant this. This, this yeah, Miami. This Miami. So, uh, yeah, they, it, people were exaggerating. But he was in the paddock. I think I saw a picture with him. Yeah, he was around. And Hamilton. Who else? Oh, we had Jeff Bezos. Um, Tom in, Cruise. In the Red Bull. No, no. It was the McLaren pit wall, but he couldn't motivate the boys <laughs> to Always. do better. When they bring people like that, yeah. they don't notice and McLaren. Elon, Elon Musk was also in the Red Bull garage. Asap so. Rocky. Oh, Asap. I almost sang something, but I don't think it's age appropriate. This is a family show. <laughs> yeah. Um, all in all, it wasn't as snobbish as the first, first one. one. Yeah. Mm. Either because Martin Brando learned his lesson. I think or... that was it. He he wasn't as naive <laughs> yeah. as the the, the first it time. So sad. It was so. way too sad. Um, yeah, so Apex, they are working on that. Um, and then there's also Gran Turismo. I saw the trailer. It looks exciting. Hopefully, it's not one of those things where the trailers are more exciting than the actual race. Hopefully. Because they put the whole, all the best parts of the movie in the trailer. Uh. Um, but it's essentially a story of, a, well, it's supposed to be based on the true life story of a gamer who became an actual racer. Um, supposed to be inspiring, you know. So let's see how that one goes. I will try to watch it if it's out in the cinemas. I do not know. Um, what else can we say? Before I detached on McLaren, terrible race for them. Ferrari, unpredictable car, slow race pace. You know, uh, Sergio, maybe not so much taking the challenge to Verstappen at this point. I feel like we will look back at the end of the season and think, oh, this was the point where we might have had a championship challenge on our hands and then it just slipped through our yep. fingers. Yep. Slipping through my fingers. Okay, so I wanted to run quickly through the Fantasy League as it stands now. Top 10, top 10, top 10. Um, currently at P1, we still have Mercedes 44, P2, Chiefs Races, P3, Scuderia Habibi. P4, Signs of the Times. P5, me. P6, <laughs> R-A-E-Q, 2. P7, Scuderia Choco. So P1 to P7 was literally the same. And then P8, we have Titap. P9, Yawade. Yawade. And P10, Inevitables. Mm. So... Yeah, inevitable again. It's back, yes. <laughs> told you that you should be P1 by now, so advise yourself. That's how it stands now. It's obviously going to change with all the overtakes and all the interesting things that have happened. Um, 
as usual, calculation right Today that he has my three times DRS, he couldn't even do anything better for himself. Yeah, so um, eight points, like times three. three times. Please, please, please. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week. There's no race, um, but we will still come talk about What's certain things. And then... Um, probably give just a brief description of Imola what yeah, you know about any, the track any other thing that comes up and um, during the next race weekend we have um, we might have an interesting thing or two happening so please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok follow this episode, this podcast on whatever um, podcast platform you are listening to leave a great review leave five stars please just keep supporting us we have more coming up thank you so much for listening thanks have a great guys week. bye bye